Welcome everyone to episode 40 of the Missing Pieces podcast. If this is your first time watching or listening, as this is available everywhere that podcasts are available. My name's Greg, and this is where I sit down and I discuss my life, Lego, and anything else that's on my mind from the past week. And you're probably noticing now that I reverted back to my original intro, and I felt like it's more specific. So I think it's the way to go. I think I had a good thing going. I love the whole pursuit of happiness thing, but it's not specific enough. I love the idea of me talking about whatever's on my mind from the past week. It also lets you know that this is a weekly podcast. So if this is your first time watching or listening, thank you for taking time out of your day to be here. This is my number one favorite thing that I do every week. I love just coming down here and talking to you guys about what's ever on my mind and it's so enjoyable. So thank you for that. I have a lot of stuff to discuss this week, whole bunch of topics as well as some really great viewer feedback or listener feedback from the last episode. But before we get into all of that, I have to thank our new patrons, the people that make these episodes and this channel possible. I want to thank Mary for joining us on Patreon. And I have a very special thank you to Kmart Man. First of all, the username itself, it's just, it, it holds a special place in my heart. God rest Kmart's soul. I miss going there and we used to find deals. I would say finding deals and epic sets, but towards the end, things got a little rough. And as of February, I no longer have a Kmart. So there's no more Kmart vlogs, but through Kmart Man, I can uh, I can think about the glory days that I used to have back in Kmart. It was such a big part of Brickitect. But speaking of big part of Brickitect, family. That's what this episode is going to be about. We're talking about family here. And as you guys probably know, the last time that I recorded this was Father's Day. So I didn't get a chance to tell you guys about my Father's Day but it was an amazing one. It was a day where I woke up, Clark man was already in our bed as he always is at like six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> but uh, yeah, him and Mrs. Brickitect went together and they got a, a big bag and brought it into the room. So it was like Lego in bed because inside there were two Harry Potter sets. You guys probably know that I am somehow becoming a Harry Potter detector. I'm not, I actually am proud to admit. I was one of those people that resisted for a long time and then I was like, I'm gonna try this out and see what Harry Potter is. And I turned out to really enjoy it and love it. And it's like, it's a lesson to me and anyone else that's out there. If you are really set in your ways and you refuse to try new things or accept other ideas into your life, it's just not a way to live because I would have missed out on all these epic movies and now these Lego sets, which speaking of sets, they got me Hagrid's Hut and I also got Expecto Patronum, which we promptly then built in a live stream later that day. And hopefully you had a chance to be there. You didn't see it on this channel. I have a live streaming channel called Brickitect Live where we do all of our live streaming stuff. So that happened over there and that was a really good time. Unfortunately, I only got a chance to build like a very small fraction of my Father's Day gifts, but more important to me than those Lego sets was the opportunity to spend it building with my family and then inviting you guys in for that as well. And we had a great time streaming that, so that was really cool. Later in the week, we actually finished up Hagrid's Hut. So those things are done. I also have the Night Bus, which is creeping around here somewhere. And we had another set that came up later in the week as well, which I think I'll talk about next week because it's gonna be a video that you guys see this week. Time travel is so difficult on this channel, but I'm gonna do like a kind of like a table display of all of my Harry Potter sets and I can kind of take you through and show you the ones we have and what I think about them as opposed to doing like individual reviews about each set because that's just not my style. I realize I don't like just sitting down and reviewing sets. I like to like show off stuff that I've made and like get your advice on how to make it better and that's kind of the direction where I wanna go with this channel in the future. But sitting down and reviewing sets, I'm just, I'm terrible at it. I feel like everything needs to be like perfect and I need to say things absolutely like just perfectly. And I end up doing like 
take after take after take and it's just it's not me and i don't think that's the reason people come to this channel anyway so you won't see a review but you will see a showcase i like doing showcases like hey here's all the sets we built and i like this one i like this one i this is what i don't like about this one but they're looking glorious and i had a question come up what harry potter sets am i going to get and the answer is yes <laughs> i well as of 2018 is do we still say 2018 or is it 2018 as of 2018 i'm gonna get all like all those sets going forward up until now when they become available to me. So I think it's gonna be a pretty nice collection. I'm gonna have a lot of great minifigs out of that, a whole display. The only one that I'm kind of on the fence about is the Whomping Willow. I feel like that is the one set that I'm just like kind of let down by, but outside of that, I think they're cool. And if I could get that set on sale, I'm down. So that was that was a wonderful start to my Father's Day. I got a lovely little Clard, card, Clard from the Clark man. And oh my gosh, it was just, what more could you want, right? You, you you wake up, you get to read a card from your son, your family's there, and then you get to see the sets. I took Mrs. Brickitect out of the video, of course, because I, I don't know if you know this, but most women, they don't wanna be on camera at six o'clock in the morning. It's apparently not a thing. And even I wasn't on camera, so I, I really can't say. You guys don't wanna, this is bad. If you're listening to this, you're welcome. But uh, this is bad. If you imagine this before I've I've gotten around and gotten a shower, I wouldn't wish that upon my worst enemy, let alone all the, the brick detectors that are out there. So that was a nice start to my day on Father's Day, to get this back on the rails somehow. We, we continued that day though. We had Cody's parents over. Um, I, unfortunately, my, I, my father passed away several years ago. So Cody's dad has, has been my, my father and he's, he's done so much for me and been such a great person in my life and I'm so thankful for him. So crap, I'm going to get emotional. It was nice having, having them over to, we had like dinner or lunch or whatever you want to call it. We had some steaks and had some sides and stuff with that. And then it got even better because I have this Traxxas RC Bigfoot monster truck. And that day we put a wheelie bar on the back of it. Cause this thing is, you guys know, I love RC vehicles and this thing is fast. Like if you go on the gas, the thing's up on its back wheels and flying out of there. Uh, so I put a wheelie bar on that. Me and Clark did that, did a little video on it. And then we took it outside and we drove that around. I let my father-in-law drive it a little bit. He's not the best with like technology and stuff. Like I remember we had a, <laughs> this is a funny story. We had a GameCube. Cody and I went 50-50 on a GameCube way back in the day, like when we were first together. I remember it was $100 cause it had been out for a long time. And I put 50 bucks in, she put 50 bucks in. And we had it over at her parents' house and we were playing it there. And I had like, wave race or something like that like a racing game for it and we let her dad play it and he has the controller and he's like starting to, to control the the jet ski or whatever he pulls the controller and the whole system comes flying off of the the entertainment center and like crashes down i can't remember if we got it working again or not or if we had to return it and get another one but it was uh it was something so you can probably imagine that when it comes to letting him use anything of mine that's somewhat expensive i'm hesitant to do it but he had a great time running that out there so that was kind of like my my father's day gift to him and i also let him know um exactly what i told you guys here too and that i i it made me happy to, t to tell him that and i'm assuming that uh, that brightened his day up a little bit too at least i hope so so that was father's day and um it was just a really nice day i i really enjoyed that day thoroughly and uh, yeah, I guess I guess that's it for that. But I do want to get into more Lego news because you guys are obviously here for Lego, probably maybe a little bit of everything. But I got a couple Lego sets this week. Some remarkable things have come into my life. The first thing that you guys saw was the Bugatti. I had no idea that I was getting that until I got onto Reddit one day, 
and I saw this deal for the $350 Bugatti that I almost bought in June, but was out of stock with Lego and was back ordered. So I kind of held off on that and got Clark some Minecraft dungeon set and some other little sets that he wanted. Very, very cost-effective decision there. That was until Zavi posts a $275 Bugatti available on their site, and I was like, I have to, right? I have to, I can't just not get this because it's never gonna probably be on sale again. It's gonna get retired very soon and I'm just gonna be sad someday when I don't have it. So I ponied up the 275 and I bought it and I have it here, Put it, did a little video on it and oh my gosh, I had so much fun with the comments on there. The, you guys are hilarious and uh, you, you're calling me out on uh, everything that is true. There was speculation that uh, it's gonna take me five years to build it. Someone said that they're gonna come back in a year and see if it's done. I said, give me two. I was just going back and forth with people and I tried to reply to as many people as I can because some days I don't have the opportunity to do that. I don't have the time. So when I do, I'd like to go all in and it was fun kind of you know leaving replies for people and then them replying to me and oh, it was it was cool. I'm very thankful for comments, which speaking of that, the YouTube gods have smiled upon me for some unknown reason. And I now have comments on Greg's world, at least like the last week, every single video that I put out, which I think is basically a video a day because we're going ham sandwich on making RC videos over there, as you probably know. I'm gonna try to, I'm trying not to talk about RC stuff over here. It's just this passion that, that like flows everywhere into everything that I do. But I have comments there and it's crazy to hear from people that watch the videos and I'm just like, wow, there's actual people here and they like what we're doing and I get these like really sweet comments, like ones that I, I that really touched me are the ones that are from a parent. And I had this comment this week that made me laugh and I shared with Mrs. Brickitect. They said uh, that them and their son enjoy watching the videos, the Greg's World videos. And we do this thing where we, we say Jeep life. I had a Jeep for a period of time, Jeep Wrangler. And every time we'd see a Jeep, we'd go, Jeep life. And it became a thing. And this person reached out to me and said that their child, I don't know if it was their son or daughter, I can't recall. They, apparently they're doing that now. So like if they're driving and they see a Jeep, they say Jeep life. And I just thought that was funny because I watch YouTube videos, of course, and Clark does as well. And sometimes there's certain things that we, we hear often that come into our lives and we say them all the time. And it's fun to be on the other end of that for once where we do something that probably is annoying the heck out of the mom or whatever, but she thought it was cute and funny. And that just really, uh, that, 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 that left a, a, a smile on my soul when I saw that. So, ah, oh, comments, who would have thought they'd be so amazing, but they are. If I ever lost them on Brickitect, I think I, I, I'd lose the will to go on because for me, this community that I have here is, is really special to me. And that's why I love doing these videos. Not to mention, I, you know, I just, I love Lego and everything involving that. And I like doing these podcasts and, I don't know, it's one of those things, I guess, but I'm enjoying that. Uh, not only did I get the Bugatti though, I got the UCS R2D2, and this was the shocking moment of the week for me. I was doing mail time like we always do, and you know, obviously mail time, we're opening boxes, we're getting you know miscellaneous things, sometimes Lego sets, sometimes toys for Clark Man, a lot of toys for Clark Man, sometimes snacks and things like that, but they had this very heavy box from Evan, just a brick in the bucket, who's a, a Patreon detector of ours, and it was this heavy, heavy box. We cut into it, open it up, and I start seeing all these white bricks that are inside here. And I start seeing some colorful Technic pieces, and I'm pulling these bags out, and I start thinking, like, I think this may be R2-D2. And I get to the bottom, and there is the manual for the UCS R2-D2. And I was just blown away. It was one of the most generous gifts we've ever gotten, and I, I, just, I just couldn't believe it. 
Clark, man, I, it was it was just, oh my gosh, what a day to get R2-D2, the set that I've been looking forward to for so long. I've been scouting on eBay. People have been sending me deals for like auctions. I missed on it for 360, which is a lot of money. And then I almost got it for 375 on an updated one after that. But then I was supposed to bid on it at the last moment and I was doing something else and missed out on it there. And then lo and behold, Evan sent it to us. And I'm just, I'm just blown away. I, there's no better explanation that I can say than I'm blown away. Not made for kids, demonetized. It's, it's crazy and I cannot wait to build it. And it's gonna be prominently displayed in our, in our studio here. I might even get some type of lighting kit for it too to light them up, cause it's, it's awesome. So to get not only in one week, like I feel like all of my Lego luck has, has officially run out at this point, <laughs> to one week to get the Bugatti and then get R2-D2. How does this even happen? But man, what a week. Father's Day week has been incredible. Uh, but we did more than that this week. There's more than that. Box lives. Oh, the box life that I've been living for all these years. This makes it a good week too. Box life is over. You guys probably saw, at least in a video and also in a live stream, me disassembling a whole bunch of Star Wars boxes from Star Wars month and bagging up my my sets and putting them into a tote. I've got this whole system that I'm doing. The video's out a few days ago. I'll try to link it up top if I if I can, but you, it's pretty easy to find. I, I'm doing a new system that is from an idea from one of our Patreon detectors, Builders310. He does this thing where he has these totes and inside the totes he puts Ziploc bags or I use hefty bags because I like the, the style of them better. And he writes on there what the set is and the set number and puts those in the tote. And then also in the tote or somewhere nearby, he has a binder with page protectors inside that have all of his manuals in there. Boxes mean nothing to him. And I realized I needed that in my life. Not because I don't love Lego boxes, because I do. And if space was not a thing, I would save every one of those boxes and line them up and do all kinds of fun stuff with them. But I just realized in my life that it's not sustainable. I've been doing this Lego thing and we've talked about this in a couple episodes, but this is the first action that I've taken. We, I've talked about how it's not sustainable, how in three years of Lego collecting, I have 15 moving boxes full of Lego boxes that are just consuming volume and space with very little bit of pieces and bags inside there. And it's just like, I, I can't keep doing this. It's causing me stress. I'm not getting enjoyment from these boxes. If anything, it's like negatively affecting me. So I started chopping my boxes, just flattening them down, you know, cutting the security tape that's so important to me. All these years of me professing my love of opening sets from the left side, I had to cut sets from the right side. It was very painful at the time. But when I was done and I saw these boxes just sitting there and I saw the little bit of space that all of these Star Wars sets from Star Wars Moth took up in the tote or bin or whatever you want to call them, big plastic things. I felt a sense of peace. And I felt like these boxes, I don't even need to keep. My original plan was to keep them for like six months. And if I don't think of these boxes in the next six months after that, I was just gonna let it go. Just, nope, not gonna do it. I'm saving you frozen detectors from this. I'm not gonna do it. But I was looking at the boxes sitting on the floor and I'm just like, do I really need them? Am I ever gonna do anything with them again? Other than reselling the sets in the future with that box, which I'm probably not even going to do anyway because of the shipping and stuff of having to take the box and, you know, getting that all together. Is it worth letting it sit for years and years inside a thing that's taking up space inside my space just for that potential? I don't think it is. I'm still, like, hesitant to do it. Like, I know the day that I go to the recycling place with all my boxes and I slide them through there and I look at, look at them at the bottom of the recycling container, I know I'm gonna probably cry inside a little bit. 
And I know there's probably gonna be someday in the future where something skyrockets in price or something and I'm like, if I would've just saved that box 40 years ago, I'd have an extra $20 right now. But I just, I don't think it's happening. And the way that we collect and to the excess that we collect here, I, I think I'm good with this decision. I know some people were, uh, were inspired by it. The comments were very mixed. Some people were inspired by what I was doing some people were like, oh, to see those Star Wars sets go down like that hurts me. But I think for everybody, you just got to make a decision that's right for you and your your position. If I was a person that got maybe like five Lego sets a year, or if there was one theme in particular that I was like going all in on collecting, I would keep all those boxes. You know, if it's one of those sets that like, I don't know, name any $200 Lego set and it's like, oh, I'm going to build it. I'm going to enjoy it. I might box it up again someday and I'm going to build it again. I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to have the box on display in like a shrine to my favorite Lego theme of all time or this idea set or whatever. I'm totally down with that. And I can, I can completely appreciate that. But when you're a dude that has a storage room full of Lego sets and even though the mem like they mean something to you, it's the memories of building those sets with your son is the most important thing. And the fact that I have all these videos to, to document my experience too. Like if I'm ever feeling really nostalgic to go back and see myself build that 2013 Lego city set, I'll pop that video on, see a, a two-year-old Clark man or whatever having fun there. Wait, he wouldn't have been born yet. Negative two-year-old Clark man having fun there. I can do that, right? Like. It, I, I'm trying not to be a hoarder. I'm trying not to let my nostalgia and sentimental sentimentality, new word for you guys today. I'm trying not to let that override common sense. So I'm doing all that. I'm also, I also created a brick set account. I've got all the Star Wars sets on there and a few other little sets that I've bagged up and stuff back here as well. And I love that idea because then I know like what's all in my collection, which I think I already have an idea of that. I'm not one of those people that goes to the store and you accidentally buy like another Lego set by mistake that you already have because you forgot. I hadn't gotten to that point yet. I remember all the things that we've done, but I want to have everything documented. So I've, I've been putting that in there and what better time to do that than right now when I'm getting all of my sets out and taking care of the boxes. It seems to make sense. So that's my progress on that. I'm actually doing some things here with getting organized. I built a new table this week as well in the studio, which looks just glorious. Got some new chairs as well that I'm pointing to. If you're listening to this, you're not missing anything. You're literally going to see it in every single, uh, every single video that's coming up. You'll see the table that I have. And that's exciting. Uh, I'm going to move my other table over to the wall that's directly uh, parallel to me here. And that's going to become Classic Land, another thing that you guys have been asking for and something that I've been wanting to do for years. And I'm excited to work on that uh, with Clark Mann and uh, have some of your guys' ideas come into it as well and work on that maybe when Clark goes to school here in the fall. Like that could be my little thing that each week I, you know, add a little attraction or something to Classic Land. If you guys don't know, Classic Land is my idea for a Lego amusement park. I love amusement parks in real life. I love Lego. Why not make a Lego amusement park and, you know, just, just really uh, have like a city almost. And even though I can't go to an amusement park right now because they're all closed, I can live inside my little Lego one and pretend a little bit. Put my put my sig fig on a roller coaster, have it going around and stuff. I think that'd be really cool. So that is that's kind of like the studio updates that's happening. There is some other news outside. Of, what? Oh, let's go into Lego news. You guys probably want some more Lego. I don't want to. I don't want to bog this down with my life because maybe maybe that's not what you're here for. Let's talk about the Lego idea sets. I'm. I'm understanding, I haven't watched literally any videos on these. I've seen the photos. I haven't watched any like news videos, review videos, whatever you want to call them, reveal videos. But from what I understand, that people are hating on the idea sets a little bit. 
And I have no idea why, because Lego has decided to make my favorite movie of all time a Lego set. The Home Alone idea set is, it's gonna be awesome. I cannot wait to see all the cool stuff they put in there. I'm hoping that it's the house. If you guys haven't seen it, it's, it's Kevin McAllister's house. If you watched Home Alone, you know it well. I'm hoping that the house, obviously the, the idea set looks great, but they've they've done things before, like with the Flintstone set, where things have 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 degraded and gone backwards a little bit when they make the set. But I'm hoping it's a fairly expensive set with a, a accurate depiction of the house. And inside of it, I would love all of Kevin's traps to be in there for Marvin Harry. Speaking of which, I want a Kevin minifig. I want Marvin Harry. I know it's probably not possible, but if they could throw in their van, that would be uh, glorious. Also, the little statue out front of the house. You have to have that. Like that has to be a thing. The one that always gets knocked over. I feel like you could probably throw some more minifigs in there, like Marley, the old guy that does the the salt shoveling and stuff like that with the snow. Throw him in there, and you could probably even throw in a couple of Kevin's family members. If you wanted to go all in on the family members, I would certainly be okay with that. Although, I mean, it wouldn't really be Home Alone them. But uh, if, if you wanted to not have the family members, give me the van, give me the little statue and just go all in on the details. This set has to be super detailed for me to really love it, but regardless, I'm buying it no matter what. There's another idea set that I'm not really excited about, but Mrs. Brickitect is because she's a huge fan, and that's the Seinfeld idea set. Loves it, she, oh, she loves it so much. Very much like the Friends Central Perk, which I have no experience in. I love the set, so I bought the set, enjoyed it. I haven't seen any like Friends, the show, but I can still appreciate the set. And you can do that with a lot of things, but I found that when you do know the source material, you love it so much more, like Harry Potter, I'm finding that out with. And she loves Seinfeld, so she's gonna get that. We'll probably live stream the heck out of that with her building it, and she can talk about Seinfeld with you guys if that's a thing you're into. Most of you guys probably weren't even alive when Seinfeld was out, now that I'm thinking about it, but it still exists on the airwaves, I'm sure, and maybe have you seen it. Maybe your parents were into it and they've introduced it into your lives. It was a good show back in the day. The one other, Lego idea set though that I think is really cool that maybe getting the most hate is the typewriter. I think it's really cool. It's it's what you think it is. It's a typewriter and it's got the keys and stuff. And I don't think it actually functions from what I can see, but it's a great little display piece, kind of like the piano and I think it's cool. So this ideas wave or whatever you want to call it. I feel like Lego was straight up catering to me on this because there's so many Awesome things that like apply to my life. Like, when do you get your favorite movie made into a Lego set? I mean, maybe maybe Tron is your favorite Lego, or maybe your favorite movie, uh, Back to the Future, maybe your favorite movie. But this is like, this is great for me. So I'm I'm stoked on that. And as is as is the misses. So there you go. Whole family is hooked up here. Thank you, Lego, for making these things. Uh, I love pretty much all idea sets, and I'm excited to see which new ones come out. One of my favorite themes, probably right behind Lego Creator Expert, I would say. Quick drink break and camera reset to the next topic, which is Clark Mann playing t-ball. Finally, the season should already be over at this point. It usually lasts like through May and the beginning of June. Finally, I guess things were good enough here in Pennsylvania to be like, okay, t-ball and baseball can commence. So our area somehow formed together a ragtag group of people that still wanted to play. And Clarky uh, played his first t-ball game this week, which was really cool. I was really worried that he wouldn't have the, that experience. He loved playing t-ball last year. And I was like, shoot, man, he's not gonna get a chance to play. Just like all of us aren't getting a chance to do a lot of the things that we love and remember from previous summers. But it came together and his team only has like 
five people on it, which is actually a good thing because when you watch a t-ball game, not much, well, this is my experience. It's not overly interesting other than the fact that your, your child is playing. And I like seeing Clark bat. I like seeing him field. That's fun. But when you have a ton of kids, especially the way that our team ran it last year where they tried pitching to the kids like a bunch of times and then they would have him hit off a tee because none of them could hit a pitch. It just slowed the game down so much when you've got like 10 kids out there and you're like, pitch, 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 pitch. And it's like, okay, let him hit off the tee. Next kid comes up, pitch, pitch. It's like, dude, just let him hit off the tee. There's only like one kid out of 10, at least on our team. We didn't practice a whole lot. There's like one kid out of 10 that can actually hit a pitch. Let's just let him hit off the tee and speed this process up. So you got five kids on a team. We're blasting through it. We're playing lots of innings. It's really cool. Uh, he played two games so far. First game, I actually, I recorded like pretty much the whole time that he was doing things. So I'll have that video out on Greg's World, which I have a backlog of videos there because we've been doing so much RC stuff. So you might see that in like two weeks if you're subscribed over there. But it's just fun to, to see him out there and, and to be playing and to like being with other kids or around other kids. Even though you're supposed to be doing the social distancing, social distancing thing, five-year-olds certainly don't do that. Four-year-olds don't do that. So they're all together and uh, it's a little risky. But sometimes you just got to live your life a little bit. And I know I, I think that's a really bad thing to say, though, because that that's a recipe for a disaster in some cases. Like you're like, oh, it, it should be safe. But sometimes you got to live your life. And obviously playing T-ball isn't like an essential thing, but I'm excited that he's out there and he's having fun. So that's that's important. In other news outside of sports and other uh, I don't know if this is a sport, RC collecting RC news of the week. We got a new RC car. It's getting to be a little excessive. Not really. It's it's a, it's our number one hobby for the summer. I've committed that there's about 60 days left of this summer before Clark goes to school. And I'm going all in on having as much fun with RC stuff as we can because that's one of those things that we can just go out and do. It's not like we're around a bunch of people. We're outside in like parking lots or parks or fields or... Uh, creeks or whatever. And we got this RC drift car this week. I was doing all kinds of research. I was like, we've got monster trucks. We've got a whole bunch of trucks. We got dune buggies. We don't have a car. So I had, I had an issue with my rock crawler the last time I took it out. And I emailed the company, which is Red Cat Racing. And I was like, hey, I'm having this issue. And this guy got back to me, a project manager there got back to me like right away and started emailing me back and forth, like asking like if this is working or that, like kind of trying to diagnose the problem. And we went back and forth and email like, like three or four messages. And he found out exactly what was wrong with my truck and sent me a replacement part for free under warranty. And I was like, that is the type of customer service that I need in my life. How many times do you try to reach out to a company and it's like, they're like, have you tried restarting it? Or how many times have you not even gotten a hold of anyone where it's, you send a message and it's like days go by or you talk to someone that uh, you can't even understand on the phone. This was a dude in, I think, North Carolina that just was like, do this, do this. And he was like super prompt. It was like almost like instant messaging back and forth or direct messaging for you noobs. He got me my part and fixed it. And I was like, this is a company that I want to support. If you're going to give me that kind of customer service on one of these things that's prone to break here and there, which this wasn't a me thing. This was an issue with with their thing. And they once, it was a receiver. He wants me to send that into them so they can figure out like what happened with it and maybe make their stuff better. I was like, this is a company that I want to support. So I started looking through their stuff and they have these drift cars. And I watched a video or two on it or five. And I was like... I need that in my life. So I bought this drift car. It was about $150, which is 
it's it's rather inexpensive in the world of RCs, even though maybe you're probably choking on your drink or food right now. But we took that out on Friday, which was a glorious day, weather-wise. And we took it out in the basketball court and we're drifting the heck out of this thing, which I got a video on it, of course. Do I even need to say that? It was cool. We took it out last night. I did some upgrades for it too. I bought some extra parts for it. We took it out last night. I put some new wheels and tires on it, upgraded the battery. I'm getting into this stuff, man. It's pretty neat. So we, we did a whole bunch of that. Got a video of that, of course. <laughs> That's the RC news of the week though. I actually, I did something crazy yesterday. I bought Clark another truck too. The videos are kind of paying for themselves. That's how I'm justifying it. I'm like, okay, this video did really well. I can use that money towards another truck, right? I'm not, I'm not profiting from it really. I'm just like investing it back in. It's like a business investing. You know, you gotta, what do they say? You gotta make, you gotta make money to spend money. You gotta spend money to make money. So we're kind of, we're kind of doing that. And when it's something that you're passionate about and you really love, it's very easy to make those decisions. And I think Lego people are the same way. Like, you know, Lego reviewers, when they buy the new, uh, UCS Money and Falcon, that's maybe a bad example. When they buy the new $200 crater set or whatever, they probably know that if you, if you are successful enough and if you're the first person or whatever to get this review out or if you do a good job, you, you're probably gonna recoup some of your costs and if it's something that you like anyway, then it's fine, right? It's You get into a, a pickle though when you're doing stuff that, that doesn't align with, with your goals and who you are and you're doing it just for the money or whatever. I don't like going down that path and I never, anticipate seeing myself go go that way. It's really what I like to do is share the things that I love. If that earns revenue, that's awesome because obviously I love doing this. Video making is my thing. Lego, RC vehicles, God knows what else. And uh, sharing that and if you can make some money off of the, the, your passions, man, it's I, I think it's maybe my number one goal in life and, and uh, something a lot of people should try to strive for is find that thing you love as hard as that is, and the harder thing is try to try to make a living off of that. If you could do those two things, and somehow through, I think a lot of luck and maybe a lot of determination and and just the grind, I, I somehow have gotten here. And I want to thank you guys for helping me with that because if you weren't watching this video, if you weren't 30 minutes deep into a missing pieces video or podcast, I wouldn't be. I I wouldn't have the luxury of doing this. And I, I've I've appreciated every moment that I've been able to spend with Clark, ma'am having fun and doing all the things that my dad never did with me and giving him this, this awesome life. Some people would say he's spoiled. I say all these things are for me. I'm just sharing it with him. But to, the time together is the most important thing. And when he, when he comes up to me and he's like, Hey dad, what, what are we going to do today? I'm just like, whatever you want to do, man, let's do it. Let's have fun. And man, I'm blessed. So shoot, not going to get emotional in this episode. I'm not going to do it. I do have one other topic here. I don't have a movie of the week because I didn't watch a movie this week. Shocking, right? And Harry Potter is done. I haven't watched Fantastic Beasts. I still need to do that. I want to talk about the YouTube rabbit hole of the week. Apparently a new thing here. I was on the Brickitech channel or whatever. I was looking at my subscriptions or on the recommendations page or whatever. And YouTube had this video up about uh, this guy with these very angry bees in his, he's like a beekeeper, right? And it was called like, I think it was, what is the word? Euthanizing uh, angry bees or Africanized bees or something like that. It was this 30 some minute video of this dude that had all these little bees uh, boxes set up and this one box had these bees in them that were just going nuts. And for some reason, YouTube thought I would like this video and I hate to admit it, but 
I found it super engaging. Like this guy was talking all about it, like he's doing a very professional job. I'm gonna link the video down below if you have just a ton of time on your hands and you wanna be, maybe like if, if you're looking to take a nap or something, or maybe you're super interested in bees. I didn't realize that was what I was until I watched this video, but he has all these very calm bees boxes who apparently all these bees go out like their queen. If their queen is docile or, or friendly, the bees tend to be friendly and you can walk around out there, no problem, you can stand beside it. As long as you're not like attacking them, they're fine. These bees, dude is straight up standing like 20 feet away from the box. They are attacking him. He's wearing like the full gear. He has like three pairs of pants on, three pairs of gloves. They are attacking him, they're attacking the camera. They are mad bees. And his idea initially was to go in and try to find the queen, the one that's super aggressive, eliminate her, also kill her and then put a new queen in there that has a different personality type and that can somehow change all the other bees. And that was kind of fascinating to know that like the the environment where these animal or these bees live is how is is how they act. And oh, gosh, I'm just thinking now like how is anyone still watching this? Stick with me though. I've got a lot of viewer feedback. I just need to talk about this bee thing for a minute because it it became a thing. So, he gets there and takes care of why do why am I even concerned about whether you want to watch this? This is this is something I want to share, so I'm fine with that. Get out of your own head, Greg. Stop it. Stop it. Okay, I'm I'm back. He he kills the queen bee. The other bees, he realizes they're not they're never gonna be like calm bees. These things are flying up to his house. This is in the back of like a really far away field. They're attacking his dog, they're attacking him. He's getting stung every time he goes out there. So he decides that he has to kill these bees, and how he does that is he takes uh, soapy water. He mixes like dish dish soap with water and dumps it all in there and ends up killing all the bees, which he, you could tell the guy didn't want to do it. He's a bee lover. He's not like trying to murder him or whatever, but it just became something that was beyond control. So he, he took care of all those bees and he's going to restart the colony again, which is not an easy thing to do apparently. But he had like four other ones there and he seemed pretty good at it. That got me down this, I called you the, the YouTube rabbit hole. It got me watching this other video about bees and how they find their home and how queen bees start and how one becomes a queen bee. And that was fascinating too. Like all these, these queen bees are kind of all hatched at the same time. And the first bee that comes out sends out this call that attracts the other worker bees. Like I am the ruler, but then another queen bee comes out and they have to fight to the death to become the queen. So that one comes out and the, the first queen that was born started attacking it and st stinging it before it even came out of the little thing that it was in little pocket or egg or comb or whatever. And there could be up to a dozen of them. And in this particular case, there were two queens that fought and there was a, like a stalemate. There was a, you know, there was no winner. So what happens is the one queen will move to a new spot, like a new place, and half of the workers will join her. How that's determined, I have no idea. Some are just like, okay, I'm going. So they split into two colonies. The, the first queen stays, the other one finds a new place. And sometimes that can be in like, in the middle of a city, it can be, you know, in, inside a tree stump, wherever. But I thought that was really fun to watch. And then that got me watching another video. Oh my God, YouTube, what have you done to me? This lady was harvesting her first year of honey from her hives. She got 49 pounds of honey and it was fun watching her take these like, uh, like screens out of there almost. And then she puts them in a centrifuge and spins them and all the honey just comes dripping out. It was like liquid gold. It was pretty awesome. So apparently YouTube thinks that I love bee videos. Uh, all of my Lego videos or most of them have been replaced with different various uh, like bee or honey producing or you know hives and stuff like that. 
So maybe Brickitect is going to become Beatect according to YouTube because I don't want to watch Lego stuff anymore. I just want to watch bees and all the things they do in collecting honey. Do I ever have any plans of having my own bees? Absolutely not. I am deathly afraid of bees. I had some bad experiences when I was a kid with getting stung and like my foot swelling up and how bad the stings hurt. Not interested. Also last year I was out pruning our bushes in front of our old house and I had no idea about this but apparently hornets like to build nests and bushes. I have a podcast on. I'm half there hacking away. Get stung right in the top of my head by this hornet. Run away. And then I came back with one of those spray cans. I was like, sprayed the heck out of that thing over like two days because they were still alive. Hornets, don't mess with them. But yeah, that's that's my YouTube rabbit hole of the week. If you have a rabbit hole that you suggest that I go down, let me know. Something that I would have never looked up before that you're interested in, throw it as a comment. Uh, but speaking of comments, it's time now for viewer feedback of the week. And you guys had a lot of great comments here and I, I'm gonna take some time to go through these here with you and hopefully we can gain some insight and some, some encouragement from these. The first one comes from Adam Bloomfield who says, hey Greg, and this is related to Father's Day. Uh, he says, hey Greg, recently after hearing you were watching Harry Potter, I decided to, to watch it with my dad. I've already seen them back in October. I saw them all in less than a week, me, you, same. Uh, and seeing as my dad hasn't seen the films yet, I thought I'd sit down and watch them with him. So far, it's been 11 days, but we still have two films left. He has been enjoying them very much. He likes how much the characters have grown up. Also, which house would you be if you were in Hogwarts? I have to do the test. I, first of all, I think it's great that you and your dad are doing that together. Enjoy that time, man, because you never know when that can't happen anymore. You never know when it's gonna be the last time that you and your dad get to sit down and watch a movie. Cherish every moment that you can with every member of your family and your friends because things aren't guaranteed. Nothing is guaranteed in life. All that's guaranteed is that right now you're, you're alive and you're doing this. Take time out of your day to cherish your family. Okay, there's preach a tech for you, but he says also what house would you be in Hogwarts? I wanna be Slytherin. <laughs> I know you guys are like, no, Greg, no, be Gryffindor. Slytherin, because I love Snape. I love him as a character. I don't like Draco, I think he's a little jerk, but I feel like I could go into Slytherin and maybe like make it a better place. Uh, but I'm gonna do the tests. Uh, we were doing the, the streams last weekend and everyone told me that I should do the Harry Potter test. So I'm gonna do that and I'll report back as to what my, or maybe I'll do a screen capture of me taking the test and I'll report back as to which house I am. Uh, we were making, uh, we were doing a bunch of Hufflepuffin in the stream. That became a uh, verb apparently. So we'll find that out. But I, I thank you for that comment. And dude, I'm glad that you and you and your dad are enjoying the films. And watching them a second time, I think can be very valuable too, because you pick up on a lot of things that you that you missed before. So that's cool. Uh, we also have a uh, comment here from TK Productions, who says, I think once people, this is about happiness. Uh, he says, I think once people realize happiness isn't a destination, it's a journey, they'd ironically be a lot happier. There will always be hurdles to jump, puzzles to solve, and challenges to overcome in life. So take the pressure off yourself and find that place that only exists in your mind. Love that you're prioritizing time with Clark and Mrs. Bricktech over a religious upload schedule. The happiness you're pursuing is shown in abundance throughout your content because of this. What a fantastic comment. I think that is, that's better advice than I could ever give. You're never going to be happy. I mean, you might find a level of happiness, but there's always going to be that thing that's above you that you think you want to get to in the same way of material possessions. We always seem to compare ourselves to people that are above us. You never compare your, like when you get your 1983 Ford Pinto car, 
you're looking at the guy that has the Ferrari that's driving up next to you and you're like, why can't I have that? You're not looking at the kid in Africa that's that's like has nothing, no possessions, barely has any food to eat. You're not comparing yourself with that person. Think about what you have and be appreciative of what you have. And I think that's great advice here too, to uh, spend, again, spend time with family. And that's what Father's Day and Mother's Day, and even lots of holidays, they, they try to, you know, we, we, we take that one day, oh God, screen time. I'm not even gonna tell you guys the number. That comes up every time I do this podcast. You guys can see my reaction to uh, spending six hours and 36 minutes a day on, on screens. Ah! Anyways, man, spend time with your family. No better advice from Tech Productions. Did I say TK or Tech? It's Tech Productions. He's a Patreon detector. No better advice than that. Spend time with your fam. Next comment here comes from BrickLover225 who says, I found the closest thing to happiness I felt all year, and that was just spending the afternoon with a friend. And I got a few Lego sets I've wanted for eight years and I actually forgot it was a thing until last August when I saw it sealed for the original retail price at a comic book store. How you pulled that off, I have no idea, but that's awesome. He says, picked it up yesterday and finally got a large story one crater set. I've been wanting to do a crater set all year, but the one I want is out of stock everywhere. Also, Greg, my backlog has grown again. I feel your pain, brick lover. But I do think it's awesome, again, you're spending time with your friend. You found happiness through Lego, and even more rare than that, you found an old Lego set for retail price. That's really cool, man. I hope you enjoyed it, hope you had fun. Let's go on to uh, Arcade Studios, the next comment. He says, hi, Greg. With regards to the thoughts of brightening people's day with your videos, what I would say is that people may be recommending videos that you've made in the past which may brighten their day. So I guess what I'm suggesting is don't feel bad about that person. They may still see one of your videos that you made which will make them feel happy. Great video as always. This gave me an idea. I mentioned last time that there may be some days that come up here this summer where you may not see a BrickTech video. And if you don't see a BrickTech video, just know that we're probably out having fun with RC cars or doing something that is, is involving the outdoor weather and trying to take advantage of it when we can. This gave me an idea. You said that people maybe recommended videos, just like me and the B videos. What if I were to do a community post featuring a video from like a year ago? or two years ago, like this is what we were doing a year ago today, because we, we've uploaded pretty much every day. So I could be like, what happened on June 28th, 2019? And put that video out and you guys could see, because there's thousands and thousands of people, I would say the majority of people that are watching my videos right now weren't around a year ago. They never saw that video. Most people, when they watch YouTube channels, unless you're super passionate, and I've been that way with a lot of channels, you go back and you watch like, you just you start going back, or you start at the beginning and you start watching forward, which if you're gonna do that on my channel, Start, don't start at the beginning. I, 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 There's too much cringe there for you to survive. Start at like 2017, like late 2017, start moving your way forward. You've got lots of videos to watch. Don't go back any further than that though. As a personal favor to me, I, I, I just can't, I can't bear the thought of you seeing those things. But I keep them up because I wanna encourage people that if you wanna start a channel, don't think that it's gonna be epic overnight not to say my channel's epic but you there's a lot of epic lego channels out there go back and watch everyone's first videos or or whatever first 10 15 100 videos in my case see how bad they were and know that this is a this is something that takes time i'm not gifted at speaking in front of a, a camera i'm not i don't think i'm good at this in any way other than the fact that i've had so much passion for it and wanted it so hard that i've somehow made a way in doing this if you guys saw the raw videos where i mess things up all the time you wouldn't think that that I'm as good as I am, and maybe I should put out an unedited video sometimes so you can see what that's like, but uh, it's not easy. It's not easy to even just do this, but uh, I want it bad, and I'm gonna make it happen, and that's where I'm at. So uh, that takes us to our next comment. I, I think this is a great follow-up to that from uh, Don X 
NL. He says, any advice to get me motivated? Because I have a Lego YouTube channel idea slash concept. It requires quite some research. And I, I, with that, I thought about it in two ways. I, my first thing is, if you want to start a YouTube channel and you really want to do it, you're not going to need advice to get motivated. And if you need that, you're probably not going to stick with it. Like YouTube, if you're going to be a creator here on YouTube, it needs to be one of those things that you're just so called to do that you, you just... You just need to have it in your life because it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work to get to the point where people are actually watching your videos to the point where you're actually making money off your videos. Do you get all the features that YouTube offers? It's a lot of work. Like thousands. Oh, I don't know if it's thousands. How many hours is it? Four, 4,000 minutes of watch time or something like that. And also you have to have a thousand subscribers or whatever it is. It takes a lot to get to that point. Most people quit well before that. So if you really do want this, it'll happen. But I'll say this, if you do have a YouTube channel or anything that you're trying to find motivation for, give yourself little treats along the way. So say like, oh man, I have to do this huge video. How about today I'm gonna research for an hour, and if I do that, I'm going to spend the next hour doing something else I really love. Or I'm gonna get that little Lego set that I want, or whatever, like give yourself little, milestones. That way you feel successful when you hit it. Don't look at the, don't look at, you have to run a marathon. Don't look at 26.2 miles down the line and be like, oh, I have to go all the way there. Look at that mile marker one and be like, I think I can get to that. I think if I work really hard, I think I can get to mile one. And when you get to mile one, give yourself a little, little cup of water, maybe a protein bar or something. You're like, there's two. I'm going to go for it and just keep doing that. And by the time that you're done, you realize that you just covered 26.2 miles and you're a YouTube star. You have a million subscribers and people are, are, are clamoring for your next video. You'll be there. I'm not there, but you'll be there because you have it. You can do it. I believe in you. I believe, I believe. Okay, I'm done. Anyways, we have one other comment here. This one is from uh, Life with Nick and Haley. It says, hey, Greg, I know it's been really hard to think about life after Roxy, but I'd love to hear what your next fur baby Hear that your fur, next fur baby is an animal rescue, a rescue animal. Could I read this in the proper order? I'd love to hear that your next fur baby is a rescue animal. We rescued our baby, Harry, from the shelter we work at. When we saw him, we instantly fell in love with him and desperately wanted to give him the best life away from the shelter and the people that neglected him. Take care. Oh, I think that's awesome. I, I do think that our next dog is probably going to be from a shelter because every animal needs a home. Problem is I'd walk in there and I would be like, I'll take that one. I'll take that one. I'll take that one. I love animals so much. Uh, I don't really want to think too much about life after Roxy because it's going to be so hard when that day comes. But as an animal owner or owner, I I guess I own her. um, It's it, 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 all those joyous moments I feel like are somehow they're more powerful than the the day that that comes. And it's going to suck. And I see it happening as Roxy gets older. And I know it's inevitable and it's going to be tough for our whole family. And we're probably going to take some time before we get another dog. But I always, I always want to have a dog in my life. They're, I just, I love it, especially labs. If I could get like a lab or a lab mix at a, at a vet or not a vet, a shelter, that would be amazing. Or maybe another dog. You never know. You never know what you're going to come across. Going to the shelter is like a box of chocolates. I'm not going to go there. <laughs> Anyways, I do think though, our next fur baby isn't going to have fur. It's going to have feathers. I want to get a bird. I told you guys about this before. I want to get a parrot probably, or a, a conure. I think they're in like the parrot family. I haven't researched exactly what I want to get. I've gotten suggestions that I shouldn't get a conure, even though I really love them because they're really mouthy and they require attention, which I have time. I've got time in my life. And um, 
I, I've just been watching this channel called Bird Tricks. This girl has Conyers and all these animals, and I'm, I've been thoroughly enjoying that. Maybe me watching bird videos. YouTube's like, oh, you like birds? You like the bees. That Secrets revealed of YouTube. But yeah, I want to get them one of these days. I've been doing some research, and Mrs. Bricktect, she she's, I don't want to say she's on board, but she hasn't said no. She, basically, all she said is, it, it, it can't stink, and she, I have to clean up after it. Fine. I don't think they stink anyway. I talked to Bricked a lot about it, that birds don't stink, and I can easily clean up after it. No problem. I'll take care of them. Clarky is, you want to talk about being on board, Clark is 100% on board. He wants to hug it and all this stuff, so this bird doesn't even realize what it's in for, but we'll take good care of him. And I just think it'd be exciting to have to have this bird in our life, and I think it'd be great to you know teach him some phrases and have him in our videos with us. Like, how cool would it be to do a Lego video with our bird? I always talk about this channel. It's a Technic channel called Serial's Lego Workshop, I think is what it's called. And he's got a little hamster that he puts like in the cars that he builds and his hamster is like a big part of the channel. And I'm not getting this just to be on the channel, but I always, I look at my my pets almost like as, as people in my life, as cringy as that probably sounds. And it, uh, Mrs. Bricktech just rolled out having another Clark man. As much as I'd, I, I say the more the merrier. I'd have four kids probably if I could, because I look at the life that I've given Clark man. I would love to do that for some other kids, but that does add a lot of complication. I think maybe having a dog or a cat like we do, or chickens or a bird, it, it's more manageable. So I'd like to do it. I'd like to do it. And uh, you know, bird detect could become a thing. Actually, I already have a name. We named him on Friday, even though we don't have him yet. I'm naming him Cheeky, Cheeky Little Devil is what I want to name my bird, so. Something to think about, maybe Missing Pieces episode 50. I'll have a bird on my shoulder. I'll do a little pirate thing here. I'll be a pirate for Halloween. Might get him a call, they're giant. <sighs> things to think about, things to work for. The pursuit of happiness, right? Think, follow the things that you that you love and and um, pursue it to the best of your abilities in, in the time that you have available to you here on this planet. I think that's a pretty good way to wrap this this episode up with a little bit of a vice attack. And hopefully, again, you guys got something out of this podcast. Hopefully you got something out of the viewer feedback. Maybe it's inspired you to, to do something today that you wouldn't have done otherwise, whether it be getting ready your Lego boxes, spending time with your dad, watching Harry Potter, getting a bird, who knows? Uh, it's great, guys. Thank you so much for for being here with me. Thank you for for offering all the things that, I've been able to enjoy in life. Again, it's because of you guys. If you want to support this podcast or this channel, you can do that through Patreon. We do Lunch and Lego every Tuesday. It's the private live stream where they do those guys. It's a blast. And we do Friday night live streams as well, which we had a really good one this last week. And uh, if you do sign up, you get access to all of the previous streams we did. So if you like this long form content and you've got hours and hours of time that you want to fill in your life, you can join us over there and do that. Other ways to support us, you can use our Amazon affiliate link, which is in the description of these videos. You can leave a review on Apple Podcasts. That helps there as well, even though I think most people probably just find our podcast through this channel. Or you can leave a comment, viewer feedback for next week. That would be very helpful because I love talking to you guys about whatever it is that you want to talk about. Something that's not in my mind, but on yours, I think that's a lot of fun. So on that, thank you guys so much for, for being a part of this episode. And we'll find you in the next Missing Pieces.